Terminex is a proud supporter of Nichols Athletics. Go Colonels! If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. ESPN 100.3 and Penn Entertainment present Want to Bet with the Professor Nick Harrison. Each week, the professor and his guests take a look at the best bets in sports and show you that it doesn't take a professional odds maker to win a mint. Plus, the show will be coming to you live from Boomtown Casino on the West Bank. You can join in the fun, get in on the action, and have a taste of the Big Easy with Nola Steak and Executive Chef Lewis Brown. Want to Bet with the Professor Nick Harrison. Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on ESPN 100. Point three FM, ESPN New Orleans. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hour number three off and running. We're in Lakeview. One West Harrison at the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Facility. Over to our left by one building, Lakeview Massage and Therapy. Again, go check them out online, ucfamilychiropractic.com, and also lakeviewmassagetherapy.com. Mention the show. Get a little special discount here as well. Talking about the Saints win. I felt like... You know, th- this win felt really good because it took everybody, you know, special teams, defensively, offensively, and everyone made plays when they needed to. And, of course, we're talking about the Pell's third straight win. Shot fake. Get it to Billy. Back to Devontae. Another shot fake. Up top. Swinging around to Najee at the buzzer. Oh, to glance! And in from the left wing! The bank is open in downtown New Orleans! Career high for Najee Marshall, the seventh player, different player, to lead the Pelicans in scoring in a game this season. Win 21 on the year, 21 and 12 now, half game back at Denver. In second place, Memphis, they play tonight, taking on the Suns. They are a half game back in third. We will see the Grizzlies Saturday night on the second half of a back-to-back in Memphis. Friday, the team hosts Philadelphia. Tomorrow, they host Minnesota. So that is the rest of the December schedule here as well. So 800-998-1003. Want to hear from you Pels fans on that that incredible game last night. We'll focus a little bit more on the hoops here, but I want to get your opinion as well from you Saints fans as to what you saw back on Saturday. Does it really change anything at all, or is it just kind of still what we were talking about two weeks ago coming out of the bye week? Let's see what happens these final four weeks. Let's see what the team does. But I got to tell you, for me, that was an impressive win. That that said a lot about that team. And, again, we've played it before. I don't think there's any way that you can't hear Dennis Allen's speech in the locker room in those 45 seconds and hear a season's worth of angst, like Josh said, um, the emotion coming out of him there as well. And, quite honestly, I think – Saints fans would have seen that side of him a lot more. They probably feel differently about him, huh? But look, the, the way he addressed the team after that win, you can completely understand it. That took a lot of you know what to um to go to Cleveland and play like that and get that win. Legit, I, you don't get that win if you don't give a bleep. You better give one because it, it does. That is a mental game as much as it is physical. No one wants to be out there. That's miserable how that is. The weather, and it does. It plays a part of it on top of the things that it takes to win a normal football game in the NFL. It just does. And you're a team that hadn't done it very well very often or many times this season. But, again, I was texted earlier today by a fan who's a Pels fan. says, hey, is this DA locker room speech similar to Willie Green's you got a fight speech? that we saw back over in L.A. in the play-in against the Clippers. We said this was going to be a game about mental toughness. 
the most mentally tough team was going to win this game. Yeah. And start this thing out down 10 to nothing and fight and scratch and claw our way back into it, then get a lead, then have to finish it at the end. Yo. Like that was that was that was big boy NFL football. That was big boy NFL football. All right, okay. I don't have a game ball here with me right now, but I do have one game ball to give out. Okay, it's not for any of you. It's for the it's for the equipment staff. Can you give the ball to the head equipment staff uh, there? And I again, I still think that Willie Green speech, man. They might bring it in. You took the best punch. It's a ten-point game going into fourth quarter. Okay, get your freaking hands up. This is what we live for. This is what we worked hard for. Okay, we ain't giving it up. We are not freaking giving this up. You gotta freaking fight. You gotta fight. Love that speech still to this day, right? And see where this team is now. So anyway, I'll take your thoughts on that here as well. There's some people thinking, hey, that could, it could be sort of that speech. Does it change your opinion of Dennis Allen? Or maybe where this team goes here as well. Still think you saw in that game decision-making, maybe not per se for him, but by the offensive side. Uh, it's just hard in a game like that. You, you just Nothing's going to look pretty. Most of it's going to look just get whatever it is you need to get done. But but find a way. And I think that's the key, right? Did you find a way to win? Because that translates us to going to the Pelicans here. You win seven, lose four, Zion gets COVID. And since we last talked to you, they, they've won two more games. Uh, three more, right? Friday, Saturday, and then they go ahead and win yesterday. So since we last talked to you, they won three games. Jackson Hayes was the single solid reason they won the game in OKC. Like, it doesn't happen without them. Period. And Willie Green had this to say after the game on Saturday. Uh, first and foremost, just so so grateful uh, and blessed to come in this building and get a win. Um, gutsy performance on all of our guys' part. But um, what I spoke to, what I said to, in the locker room to Jackson was um, – Number one, not only myself, but every everyone is extremely proud of what he just did tonight on the floor. Um, it is very difficult to not play and stay ready, stay working on your game, stay watching film. Him and Coach uh, Darnell, they do a great job of just getting in the gym. He's getting his shots up, and, and tonight uh, was preparation meets opportunity, and he took full advantage of it, so we're extremely proud. We don't get that win without Jackson Hayes. 21 points for Hayes in 28 minutes. Also had six rebounds, four assists. Was just, um, it's incredible. I mean, he, in the third quarter, he single-handedly won that game. I mean, he just did. Defensive effort, offensive effort, the works. And after the game, as you can imagine, he was just happy to be able to get minutes on the floor. Shoot, amazing. Uh, I mean, as a player, you never want to be out the rotation, but, uh, obviously things happened. I got hurt. Uh, guys are playing well, so just, Having this opportunity to come back in and just show what I can do still is really nice. All right, so you win that game in overtime, 128-125. He misses the two free throws. SGA shot hits the front rim, but you get out of there. To win back-to-back games, Spurs and Thunder, you'll take it. Because, again, no Zion. You already don't have B.I. You're, you're short-handed as it is, and those are games you can win, probably should it's just harder, and it, it was you, – you didn't want to be sitting in a situation in March here. We're doing the show early April, last week and a half of the season, and you're a game or two out of fourth, which gets you to, to host a first round. You're a game or two out of sixth, and now you're, you're battling to get out of the play-in situation. That's why it's so big. That's why the way they've won these three games is big. Indiana came into the game last night on a two-game winning streak. At Boston, at Miami. Those are the two teams. You held them to 38 points in the first half. That was a season low by the Pels defense. I mean, just an incredible job. Incredible job that the defense has been 
this good in this three-game stretch, and you kind of had to do it. And Coach Green, after the game last night, said it, it's on purpose. You know, we, we look at the numbers, and it, it's definitely a good sign um, that our defense is headed in the right direction. It's not rewarding until we reach our goals. And um, right now, we're still in the journey. So, yes, uh, on one side of it, it, it's great to be moving in the right direction, but we know there's still a ton of work left. So when they lost those four games, there were two to Utah, right, Phoenix in there as well, but the, the main reason, even with Milwaukee too, it's rebounding, second-chance points. They have done a better job in the three games that they've won. Uh, rebounding, a better job than they have in the four games they lost. Coach Green. That's what it's about for us. Um, the first day that I got here, um, I'll talk to Griff about defense, and we have to continue to work and build a foundation defensively because it's sustainable. Um, our offense can come and go. I don't think, you know, look, we, we didn't shoot the ball great tonight, but we defended. We got stops over and over again. We contested and we rebounded the ball, things that we said we wanted to work on this next set of 10. So, you know, so far we're doing a great job of it. You know, Todd kept saying that over and over again in the broadcast that the Pels would have knocked down any threes, and they were one of eleven at halftime, and that game would have been a forty-point game. They had a twenty-nine-point lead, and I'm telling you, they you watched the game where you showed up, um, they couldn't hit anything for a while. So it, it was a, a lot of the buckets they had was off of the defense. I mean, I, I can look at the highlight reel here, and so many of these were basically. Off of defensive plays. Jump feet out right corner. Easy interception, Larry Nance. Welcome back to the lineup. So you turn him over right there for the third time. Down low, Jonas scooping right-hand layup as he went under Jalen Smith and in. And a timeout, Rick Carlisle. Oh, timeout was a storyline as well. Jackson up top, stripped by Grand Theft Alvarado. Into the front court. Pell second in the league and steals at 8.8 per game. And they're piling up tonight already. Graham, center circle logo, dribbles right wing, one-on-one. Got Jackson up in the air. Seal off Billy in the lane and a two-hand layup. Matherin tried to guard him. Uh, nada, no. So Billy the lay-in, timeout Rick Carlisle. Yeah, another timeout. And then if it wasn't a defensive play, it was getting those boards. Rebound back tapped out by Jonas to Naji. Straight away three. You know it. More second chance points. That's 12 offensive rebounds for the Pelicans. Rick Carlisle takes a timeout. Again. Yeah, exactly. Jonas. 74-48. Nebhart lost it. Got it back. Steal Alvarado. Two on three, waits for help, shovels to McCullum. McCullum behind the back, low post left. Jonas went behind the back, and he will take it with a right hand and finger roll it in. He wanted to punch it, and then instead politely rolled it over the front iron. So it was the entire game, and in here in the fourth, Chesson far side to McCullum. Back to Kyra, steps into the left wing three. That is too strong off the glass. Back tap by Valanchunas, and it goes right to C.J. McCullum who buries the straightaway three. More second-chance points for the Pels. I mean, again, that that travels, that's sustainable, that works. And that's why they've won three straight, and that's why they did it without Herb Jones yesterday, Dyson Daniels, without Zion. It, it, it's incredible. I, I looked at Todd when he came back down from calling the game in the postgame in the studio during the break. I'm like, they they may actually be good. And what I mean by that is, yeah. I'm looking at the West and sure there's some matchups that are difficult. Utah, you know, just the way this team matches up and stuff. But realistically, if you're a Pels fan as we head to the break, like, do you see a team in the West right now where you're like, how do we even win a game against them in, in, in four to move on? I don't. I, I think, I think they're in whatever series they play with whoever it is they play. I do. I think Memphis is probably the tougher of them all. But we'll see them again on Saturday. Stanks, it'll be on the back-to-back. But on the four-game series, can they beat the Grizzlies? They beat the Warriors. We haven't seen them at full strength this year. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Ali Cosell, bottom of the hours of Sports Angle on ESPN New Orleans.
never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities. Victory over setbacks. Victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. Can we talk about sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 in the upper cervical family contracting hotline. You know what else was nice to see as well? Again, down a couple of players. Uh, Kyra Lewis, man, back at the New Orleans Arena. He had played earlier this season up from the G League, but I was on the road. Yesterday was the first game back at the arena since he got injured. That was December 8th from a year ago. Now Kyra, front of the center circle on the logo. Splits defenders, drives in, hangs in the air, and scoops it in with a right hand. Oh, it's great to see that. It is so good to see that from Kyra Lewis Jr. He's got that quickness back, back, got that burst. Yeah. After the game in the walk-off interview, Todd asked him how to go. <laughs> I'm doing great. I know you're doing well. Also, just how good does it feel just to be back on the floor with your teammates, especially in this building? Uh, I feel good. Uh, last time I played here, I got hurt. Um, just working all year to get back on the court. Uh, it was a tremendous feeling. You know, you guys are down to 10, and you you go into it at shoot-around. You kind of had an idea that you were going to be shorthanded, and it just has not mattered this season. You guys have been up to the challenge time and time again. What is it about this team and, and the mindset coming in? Uh, this is a hungry team. Uh, we know what we want to do at the end of the year, so every night you got to come in and play hard as you can. I love the fact that this team doesn't shy away from it either, right? They know what they may be capable of. And again, I, and I say maybe because we hadn't seen it. They've had eight games together, fully healthy, out of all the games they've had this year. Out of 33 games, they're 21 and 12. Think about that. It's pretty incredible. This is Trey Murphy after the win at OKC. Yeah, I mean, once again, I've said it many times in, our, in my press conferences, you know, next man up, we got a lot of guys, and, you know, we have more than enough to win games. We've had eight games where we've been fully healthy and what are we in the west right now we have 20 wins right now i don't think anybody else has 20 wins so what does that make us anybody i think right now it is tied for third because of some percentage points all right fine we're third in the west with eight full healthy games i'll take that now that was saturday night Hells started the game yesterday in second, and that's where they are right now. Half game back at Denver in first. The Grizzlies are third. They play tonight, host the Suns. A half game behind New Orleans. Phoenix, three games out of the top spot. That's who they play, 19-15. But that's the point. That's what 
That's what Trey was saying. I mean, you, it, it's, it's pretty remarkable when, when you think about it. eight, eight games. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know what this potential can be with this team because I hadn't seen them. I mean, Brandon Ingram may or may not play this month, which means 2023. He last played in November. I mean, it's, it was good to see him yesterday get some shots in the pregame as he's trying to work his way back. Zion coming off of COVID, trying to get his conditioning back, kind of like you saw with C.J. McCullum when he did as well. So let's see if Zion plays tomorrow or by the end of the week against Philly, which is coming in town and in Memphis on Saturday. i got to imagine Zion be ready to go Saturday um, for that game. But it is kind of remarkable that this team just continues to find a way one way or another, right? And – one of the things that Coach Green talked about yesterday was the fact that that defense was solid, but just these guys continue to uh, to play like Najee Marshall yesterday, Curry High twenty two. I mean, some incredible passes yesterday as well. The guy was just feeling it. I know how much work goes in into preparation. Uh, Najee, he's one of the guys from the very start from summer league since I got here. He's just worked his tail off, and it doesn't always go his way, uh, but he stays with it. Him, him and Coach Corey Brewer, they work every day watching film. Our medical and performance team are getting our guys, you know, stronger and fit to, to be able to play uh, when it's time. So, you, like I said, I'm grateful for all the work that goes into this, and this is one of those games where a ton of guys out, and we just step up and take advantage of it. Coach also was talking about the the way these players are developed here as well, from Najee to, I mean, even Kyra to an extent, even though he hasn't been here that long. But Jackson Hayes' development's continuing. Uh, it's all based on the entire staff that they have. Well, I've said it before. It's a credit to um, uh, Mrs. Benson and Dennis, Griff, Trajan, Swin, our scouts, and, and the people that go out and um, – they, they find guys that fit this program. Uh, I'm, I have a luxury that I get to coach them. Uh, but it starts with, starts at the top, starts with the leadership at the top. And then we, we have in, incredibly high character guys. Um, they come in every day, they work hard and our staff has been amazing. So, uh, it's the reason that we're starting to see, um, games like this where we have guys out and we can still compete at the highest level. One of the things, um, after the game was Najee Marshall touching on the way this team's starting to kind of look here. I knew when I first got here, my rookie year, and I know that's easy to say, but, you know, Zion and B.I. and just watching them play, I'm like, how are we not one of the best teams in the league? And I just knew it was um, a matter of time. And just to see it all unfold, I mean, countless summers, me and B.I., countless conversations, I should say, me and B.I. talked about this moment right here. Um and even James Johnson's on the other team, we talked about this moment, me, him, and Jack. So just to see it all fall through a little bit, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, indeed. Love this by Jonas afterwards. Ten guys not going to score 20-plus points. So we all got to, you know, take our roles and, and see where we can be productive, what plays we can make. And, uh, you know, there is no selfishness on this team. So we all know one night is CJ's night, one night is, you know, Zion's we can go down the list, but uh, we all know that uh, end of the day, uh, team is winning. So it's not individual sport. And when you win, it's always good to, I guess, easier to have a nice, fun day, huh, Hanaji? I mean, I have fun every day, whether it's practice, all day. You know, I get paid to do something I love the most in the world. So, you know, I have fun. Um, surrounded by a great group of guys, great coaching staff, great front office. So every day is just easily, I mean, I have fun so much, it's not even called fun no more. It's just a regular day, you know what I'm saying? So definitely have a lot of fun. I love that. Andrew Lopez covers the Pels for ESPN. He just tweeted as practice just wrapped up. And we'll talk to Ali about it because he was at practice here as well. Uh, Zion, Dyson, Trey all went through a full practice. Says all three will be listed as probable for tomorrow's game. Now Zion, after practice, spoke, said he will most likely play tomorrow. He said, quote, I got to play. I sat on the sideline enough last year. Said he didn't have his legs under him yesterday. Knew he couldn't go. But he did add that he's feeling great now. I actually opened up 
uh, our halftime segment, not even by reading the box score or anything, I, I, I gave credit to Pels fans. While we're sitting there doing the pregame and first quarters going on, I mean the stream of people were unbelievable. And I didn't know it was going to be a sellout. We, I didn't know. And as I said before, Dad called earlier. He was in traffic leaving Lakeside Mall, heading back over to the West Bank where they live. And he's like, man, I, I'm by the Metairie Country Club, by the cemeteries, you know, before the Carrollton overpass. And he's like, I'm in traffic. And he's asking me if it's a sellout. I'm like, I don't know. And I text Todd. And he's like, I don't know. I didn't think it would be. I mean, it's Tuesday. It's after Christmas. It's the Pacers. Again, not disrespecting, but it's not... You know, Embiid or Harden or Laboo or anything like that. Um there they receive the Pels. Eighteen thousand six hundred thirty-six. Another sellout. Josh Roulette, Dr. Josh Roulette here told us earlier season ticket or package holder uh for the last five years. He has a ticket rep. And sometimes you can move your games, you know, if you have package and stuff, and he can't no more. The lower bowl is sold out the rest of the season. It's December 27th. So if you don't have tickets right now, it's probably going to be in the upper bowl. That's incredible. Again, it, they're there to see the Pels. And I opened up halftime by saying, man, kudos to you guys. Because it's turning into a home court advantage. 14 home wins, the most home wins of any team in the Western Conference here in New Orleans Pelicans. No other team in the West has more wins. At home. You're making a difference. You're legit making a difference. Coach Green afterwards. It's a credit to the people here in New Orleans. Um, they support our team. They support these guys. And like you said, it's cold outside. It's gloomy. Uh, rain, whatever it is, they come, they pack it out, and they have a great time. And we feed off that energy. It's it's always fun to come home and play in front of these fans. It's great. I had the luxury of playing here as as a player and now to get to coach and, and see the building fill up, uh, it's a credit to the, the work that these guys are putting in. 14 and four at home. The next best teams, the Memphis Grizzlies 13 and two. And look, next time we talk to Todd, we'll talk to him about it. Maybe we'll do it on Friday since we'll be heading out there on Saturday. They make that place intimidating. He says it's the best sound system. I can barely hear Todd. I'm telling you, when we talk to Todd back and forth, that place, it's, uh, it, they, they love their Grizzlies up there, especially with John, their attitude that they have as Dr. Joshua Lett joins us back again, you know, back on, um, what was it over the weekend? John Morant going into that, you know, the Christmas games. Like, I don't fear anybody but the Celtics, no one in the West. I love that. I, I, I look, it, it, it's going to give me anxiety, gray hair. I'm going to need antacids, but. If the Pels and Grizzlies become the rivalry that determines who wins the West, I know right now everyone's saying it's the Warriors and the, and, and the Grizzlies, and I get it. You know, you saw that on Sunday. But I'm talking about the fact that Zion and Ja, one and two in the draft, they have history, both young too. teams, they both are physical, they both are defensive-minded, they both have zero fear of anybody, you know? I... I, I could see that these two teams, man, moving forward, it, it's going to be something else. You well, know? That's what I was but say. that's the team right now that I look at. I'm like, that's a tough team. That's yeah. a tough team to play because if you don't, if you don't show up, you're getting waxed. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say because they, those two guys grew up playing together. They have, yeah. you know, I wonder what Zion, Zion would say about hearing that from John. Like, okay, well, I'm going to show you what to be afraid of. You know, so I think that would be an awesome matchup. And they have this is something that we've talked about a lot, but. You know, having a point guard that can start, right. score 40, and I think our team plays better with a point guard on the floor. Um, I still think we do. Whenever well, a point guard starts, I bet our record is better than a point guard not starting. But um, I like the idea of that matchup for us. Well, with Zion at the point, and he was handling it, you know, you, you could see that as well. And, again, you were – with the client and uh but he just they just ended practice. We'll get more from Ali Kilsell next segment. But um he said he plans on playing tomorrow. He says he sat out enough last year and he's oh, ready good. to go. He didn't have his legs yesterday. And that's awesome. I mean that, that's great to hear because when you see the team playing like that in that effort, he talked about it last year. He said how do you not want to be here when that many people buy in and want to do it? You want to be a part of that. It's yeah. contagious, isn't it? Like when you work at a healthy environment at, at your office, you like going to work and you see other people putting it in, it, it is contagious. Yeah, when I hear people coming 
coming from downstairs or from upstairs rather, and they had a good adjustment, and they're just excited. It makes you feel it's, good. It makes me yeah. feel good, even though if I didn't see him, if Dr. Pete saw him or they saw the acupuncturist or they got a massage and they said it was the best thing that has happened to him this week, that makes me feel good. And it's like watching the game. You watch Sometimes they score, and all I'm watching when I'm at the game is the bench because <laughs> I just want to see how excited they get. I yeah. love their reactions. I love how excited it's they genuine. get for each other. Yeah. It, it is, is genuine. All right, let's talk to Ali Cosell. He just got done with practice as well. He was out there. Uh, let's chat with him because there's some things that I think are starting. It's starting to get hard for me to not think that this team can compete in the West. I think like, I'm just being can. honest. I think they've shown they can already. You know, I'm, I, Can they? I don't know. I mean, you got to go out there and do it. It's true. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just... I mean, they've competed with the best already. Is they've there a team a, that you don't think they can win at least a game or two in the series? Let's uh, talk to Ali next on ESPN New Orleans. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. David and Brooklyn. I just wanted to let Keyshawn know that you definitely threw shade at Jay by calling him Jaro. Where are y'all in the South? Y'all seeing him? That's what he is, David. He's not that guy. When you call yourself Jay Z and you call somebody else Jaro, that's shade. Thank you, David. My friends text me pictures of Jaro. Now y'all got people texting me. Giving it up! Just giving it up! GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. LA20-11134. It's the big finish sales event right now at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. What would you say? Sports, sports. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Welcome back, Gus Kattengill, Dr. Josh Roulette, Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. We're here, actually, at the building. I know he enjoyed this yesterday, Ali Cosell. Shot fake. Get it to Billy. Back to Devontae. Another shot fake. Up top. Swinging around to Najee at the buzzer. Oh, to glance! And in from the left wing! The bank is open in downtown New Orleans. Ali, that play pretty much describes <laughs> last night, didn't it? It sure did for Najee's offense, right? I mean... He looked like Dirk Nowitzki on that shot, one-legged, beating the buzzer. Yeah. I, I, Najee, I'll tell you what, he's been so impressive, right, Gus? We knew that he, he's going to bring you uh, the effort. But now his whole game is flourishing. Now he's making these passes that remind you of Magic Johnson. I mean, let's face it, showtime. And then the chase down block. So he's giving the pelt so much, just like the rest of the guys, right? When the guys are out, people are stepping up. Najee's as good an example as any. And security professional detailer over there for uh with zion if you mess with zion he says you gotta go through me um i love that as well but ali here's a tough one for you more impressive the seven game win streak or this three game win streak i'm gonna go with a three game for sure i mean they haven't had Zion for any of them no brandon Mm -hmm. for any of them and i know it hasn't been the toughest slate of games but look anytime you've got to go on the road you're missing your big guns and you don't really miss a step, and you're still playing that defense, that's been the biggest thing, right? I can't remember the last time New Orleans has a defensive unit that no matter who the head coach throws out there, they seem to still know the game plan and execute well. So last night, they wanted to 
get Indiana off the three-point line. We saw what they did in the November matchup, right? Hit 22 threes. Pelicans drove them off the line. They couldn't do anything. It seemed like they couldn't score for, what, several big stretches of the game, and there you go. Mm -hmm. That's how you win games, right? It's not just offense. So love everything this team is doing. Ali, do you think that Coach – do you think that Coach Willie's going to try to keep Jackson more at the four instead of the five? You know, he's bringing in Hernandez – and uh, when Larry's in the game, I, I saw a kind of downfall in his game when he has to switch over to the five rather than playing the four. Is that something that uh, you see him doing more so, keeping him in one position? I absolutely do. And you nailed the, the reason for it. It's because Larry, he's been so successful as a small ball five. So you don't want to remove him from that role because that's, that's really his best role on this team. And it gives uh, Willie Green a really a great lightning lineup that he can play with. So Jackson at the four, I love it. That's where he's played his best, right, especially last year. He showed us how well he played alongside Valanciunas starting, what was it, about 20 games. So I think he's going to stick there. The question is going to be if everybody gets healthy, who's not going to play? Because you can't play, what, 13 guys every single night. I think one of the things that's impressive, too, about this three-game win streak, Ali, is the fact that these are the games that I told Josh here earlier in the show that, if you don't win, Ollie, we're going to sit here in March when we have you on the show, April when we have you on the show, and it's a difference of you're six and you're trying to get to that fourth spot to host a playoff game. You're, you know, eighth, trying to get in the sixth right. spot and get out of the play-in game. Games that you probably can win, should win, have the ability to win, but maybe you weren't healthy at the time, so it was a loss. These, I think, actually pay dividends later on, huh, these three games? I do, because I thought, for instance, that OKC game had a big lead, coughed that up, and you're like, here we go again, like with the Suns, right? Falcons yep. lost a 24-point lead and ended up losing that game. Well, they stemmed that tide, and they played brilliantly. When I, I had written them off, honestly. I mean, down eight points, no momentum whatsoever. They turned it around. Big win for them. And they've had several other close big wins, too. So, really, it's just been, what, maybe four games. A couple of them were overtime games that they've really just kind of lost. And in years past, you could count on multiple hands on how many games they lost like that. But this this team, it, it's definitely got something in them. They don't quit, but they also are learning and showing us they know how to kind of win to close games out. That's the biggest thing. Editor-in-chief of The Bird Rights, at The Bird Rights, the way to follow them. And obviously, Ali, at Ali Cosell, O-L-E-H-K-O-S-E-L. I also think it's a storyline. I, I actually led halftime with it. I've mentioned it several times today, and Willie answered two questions specifically on it. You asked one of them, the crowd. I had several friends yesterday show up for the game, different reasons, family, uh, friends, whatever. And normally, you know this, Ollie, I'm not giving away any trade secrets, but the team would wait to the last second to tell you Zion's not playing or B.I.'s not playing because they were afraid that people wouldn't show up. It was another sellout yesterday. 18,000, no Zion, no B.I., no Herb, no Dyson, no worries. I, I mean, it was incredible when you think of what this, this city has become. And it's been like this for, what, I want to say almost nearly since the start of the season, where we know it's a Monday or Wednesday, and typically, you know, you'd be lucky to get, you know, let's face it, 40% capacity. Now Seven, 8,000. You know, 75 or more. And last night, great example, it was loud and it was full. And you just don't expect it against an Eastern Conference team, like I said, on a Monday. Right. But things are different. I, I've never seen it like this before, Gus. The fans know they're very, very intelligent because not only do they know winning basketball, they also knew when Kyra Lewis hit that three-pointer in the corner that that was his first made basket in front of them in over a year. And that applause that he got. It was it was incredible to see. So I had to ask Willie about it afterwards. But tell you what, I love these fans. They're so devoted, and they love every single one of these guys on the team. What's incredible is if you look at the standings, and Dr. Josh Roulette and I were talking a little bit about this here as well, and it was brought up yesterday, 14-4. and four. The Pelicans have the most home wins in the Western Conference. Memphis has 13. Dallas has 13. Um, also, Golden State, they're 13-2 and two over there. But... That kind of gives you an idea, right? I mean, it, it it's a legit home court advantage, and and you always hear Charles say this in in the post game in the postseason. 
a home court, it always helps the role players. Role players always play better at home. They get the energy when you speak about Najee, speak about Jose, speak about Jackson. The plays that they do, they spark energy from the crowd, right? A steal, right. a block, a dunk. So when they do that, I think it gets that crowd going, and it does help you on nights that you don't, you know, shoot well. Well, a lot of times, I don't know if you notice this, but they're out running, giving high fives to the crowd. CJ interacts a lot with the crowd. Najee reacts a lot with the crowd. Whereas past years, a lot of times, you know, they make a good play, they cheer with each other, and kind of go back to the bench. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing a lot more interaction with with that uh, those front row seats. Ali, are we a home court advantage now? Without a doubt. I mean, you guys now. The, uh, the interactions that these players are getting. Since I saw Larry Nance come out at halftime, there's a little kid screaming to get anybody's attention. When Larry stopped, pointed at him, said something, and this kid's night was made. He was running around happy, smiling, <laughs> talking to everybody about what, you know, the interaction he had just had with Nance. And I see that all the time. And, look, the biggest one, I, I, I'm surprised you didn't mention him, Jose Alvarado. When this yeah. guy does anything, he goes right to the crowd and they respond. So he, he's beloved beyond belief. And we haven't seen that. Because you're right, we always had a quiet reserve group. Dell Demps, for some reason, always attracted and brought in all these quiet guys, right? To Ryan Anderson, to Drew Holiday, to, you know, Etwan Moore, you name it. These guys just didn't interact, right? Social media or right inside the arena. But everybody right. here in this locker room, they do. And I love it because that's honestly how you build, you know, um, the fandom, fandom grows, right? Because you have yeah. to have those interactions. Just like the Saints have had for so many years. Look, I, it, it's incredible the habits that have, have come, Josh and, and Ali, from the fans. Like, I don't get a chance to do it until I get home. It's now my thing. But I, I say this all the time. I think it's Retro Pels that, that plays the anthem. They have that little video, oh, yeah. right? Time to hit the <laughs> W. I, 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 Ali, I look forward to it. I can't wait to get home, say hi to the wife. I pour <laughs> a glass of wine. I sit on a couch. Don't even turn the TV on. It's time to kind of decompress and it's the first thing I do I want to hear the music <laughs> I want to see the little video <laughs> because it's, it's, it is it's the little reward because it only happens when you win but right. from that from Chris with spaces I mean you see all of the things that the, that the fan base has done and you know you Schmidt and other guys um, I think are a reason for that I think we've learned more basketball we know more about the game we're looking at stats outside of the box score but i i'm seeing it now man and it, it's fun it's different but it's fun yeah and the coolest thing is i feel like this fan base fell in love with this team before they started winning last year um sure. and, and that's the biggest marker right that's that's where you know you're doing something special and that's where i hope griffin pays attention he's very careful about making future moves because i feel like one through 15 i think you can find a lot of fans supporting every single guy they love him and like I said, the players love them back, and it's great to see. So you don't want to break that up. Chemistry is a real thing, guys, and I really believe in it. And this this is a very special group that definitely has it. Final thing for you, Ali, because you're 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 level headed, level minded. I guess would be the same thing. Josh knows. I mean, we, yeah. him and I. I just, you know. <laughs> Give me a reason why I need to just temper my. I'm trying not to be like, well, it's not even that. It's, it's, I am excited about the team. But I, what I look at is like this. Should I not start thinking that this team can contend in the West? Well, I'll tell you what. I think there's every reason to believe that they can, right? I mean, they're winning no matter who's out. They have the stars. They have all the role players. They play defense. They play both sides of the ball. Usually you need to have, if you're a real championship contender, be, let's be a realistic top ten offensively and defensively, and this team's been there all season. So I think they hit all the check marks, right? Even the coaching staff. I think they've gotten much better, Willie Green and the staff, right? They used to be kind of bad with timeouts and rotations, but we've seen improvement on that end. So every indicator to me is that this team, I think it's for real, and I don't see why they can't finish first in the West when, when you look you know, at everybody else and what they've got going on and what's not working for them. Pelicans, I mean, how many games have you know the starters played together, right? About 10. And the yeah, rest of the guys. Right. So, I'm telling you, Gus, I, I think it's for real. I want to be level-headed like you asked me to be, but I see every <laughs> indication that this is this is for real. And they play for for each other too. That's you can see it, and they and yeah, they compliment big. their coaches all the time. I've never yeah. seen a team compliment their coaches so much. Zion talks about the help he gets That's all what the I meant time. To tell you, I, I like talks about yeah. the help he gets from the coaches all the time. Like we actually know the coaches' names that are not Willie Green. I think that's pretty impressive. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I want to bring up. What what Josh just brought up 
I think we're going to look back at this. One of the sneakiest moves and quietest moves, but I think one of the biggest, is uh, Corey Brewer. We had him yeah. on the show last year. All you hear is Zion and everybody else talk about what he's been able to do. Witherspoon, we've heard a lot last year. Right. But I'm hearing a lot of players speaking about Corey Brewer. And rightfully so, because he, he's super close to, I want to say, at least half the roster. I see before games, after practices, he's always with Trey, Najee, Zion, um, and several others. And if you think back to last year when this team was losing, when it probably was a little bit hard to come to work and put in your work to improve, well, having guys like Corey Brewer there really helps. And I'll tell you what, he's so motivational. He has these guys, whether he needs them to laugh, to get serious about their work, he does it. He reaches them. And that's really what it's about. Well, he was that guy, right? I mean, when when he played in the league, right, when he was that guy in the league, he was the defensive-minded, tough guy, gritty. I mean, like, I can see it because that's that's who he was. Exactly. And who does that embody? I I mean, right now in this process, it's Najee for me, right? The ultimate role player, and we're seeing it. Ali, as always, man, appreciate the time, sir. Absolutely, guys. Have a good New Year. Thank you, you too. too. Happy New Year as well. O-L-E-H-K-O-S-E-L. At Ali Cosell, the editor-in-chief of the Bird Rights. You can go give them a follow at the Bird Rights as well. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay, Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay, Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. Water safety tips from Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. Four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. It's Gus Kattengill with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or the Enview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. You'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. So again, right after practice, which Willie Green, Dyson Daniels, Ian Williamson, Trey Murphy, yep, all three didn't play her, <coughs> went back to practice. Now, we'll see if Herb Jones will be available later, but at least three went back to work, and I love Zion. Sat a lot. Sat enough. Last season. Ready to get going here. 800-998-1003 if you'd like to chime in on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Got a few more minutes here. Don't forget Thursday we will be over at Katie's for our crew of Katie's lunch. And the professor, Nick Harrison, will have his show as well over at Boomtown. Want to bet? We'll talk a lot about the bowl games coming up and also uh, chatted with Corey Glore a little bit earlier today. Friday we'll hear from him. Tulane playing on Monday. At noon against USC on ESPN. At noon on ABC, LSU will be taking on Purdue. So we'll hear from Chris Blair and Corey, both voices of the Tigers and the Green Wave. As we get closer to that here as well. We do have some bowl games going on right now. And I know, always got to let Buddy know when some of these games are going on. As we've had a final already, Buffalo 
defeated Georgia Southern as that is 23-21, your final there. Coming up, uh, just started rather, Memphis up 3-0 over Utah State, 105 in the first. Coastal Carolina and East Carolina, 545 on ESPN. That's coming up. And later tonight, Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. Badgers, four-and-a-half-point favorites there. The Pirates are seven-point favorites in the Battle of Carolinas. And in this game, Memphis was a favorite over Utah State. Tomorrow, got a couple of games. We'll go over those here as well. And again, tomorrow, the Pels take on Memphis. The NBA slate tonight, it's an interesting one. Again, the Pelicans tonight get to sit and watch. They are in second, a half game behind Denver, a half game above the... Grizzlies at six o'clock. It's Lakers and Magic in Orlando. Orlando three and a half point favorites in this one. Again, what's interesting is Rafael Esparza was kind of saying that he's hearing both LA teams could be in the market or in the running for maybe Zach Levine if Chicago decides to blow that up over there. 76ers at the Wizards. We'll see Philly on Friday. So they are on the road. Philly a five point favorite there. Rockets and Celtics. Coming up at 6.30, Boston 14.5-point favorites. Now, we saw the Pacers wave the white flag a little bit in that fourth quarter after they tried to make a run, couldn't get it under 20, essentially, because they were on the back-to-back. They're at home, though. They're hosting the Hawks. Atlanta, a 1.5-point favorite in that one. Clippers and the Raptors in Toronto. Toronto, a 4-point favorite. This is the one I'm keeping an eye on. Suns and Grizzlies. Memphis, an 8-point favorite in that one. Phoenix, when you look at the standings, they're uh, a little bit further back, not much. Again, n- none of these teams are, are that far away. Sacramento six; they're only three and a half back. Suns though in fifth, three games back. So the Pels have a little bit of a lead on them. That's why it was so crucial and key to kind of win those games. Just stinks he could not win that one in Phoenix when you had that lead. Booker though, fifty-eight points. But it'll be interesting to see in this game, right? Because the Grizzlies last time on the court, they were kind of um, reminded. Clay Thompson. Flat out said it after the game that they they were they were looking to kind of calm the kids down over there in Memphis and let them know where their place is. Interesting to see how this Phoenix game goes against Memphis. Again, they have 13 wins at home. Your Pels have the most wins at home in the Western Conference at 14, but it, it is a very tough place to play over there in Memphis. But that is tonight, so keeping an eye on that game. For sure, especially from the standings-wise. Spurs at the Thunder, Knicks at the Mavericks, Hornets at the Warriors. Nuggets-Kings should be another good one there as well. Denver, three-and-a-half-point favorites in that one. Again, Sacramento's easily been another storyline uh, this year. They're 17-14, and 14, currently in the sixth seed right now. Denver's, of course, in first. So, uh, I guess go Kings, right? So we can start the show tomorrow and say the Pels are in first place. That'd be great if that happens. Because uh, remember, that was another reason it was a big win to be able to beat Denver here on that Sunday in New Orleans. Our thanks to Dr. Josh Roulette here at Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic in Lakeview. If you want to go see all the different services, go to the website, ucfamilychiropractic.com. And of course, his other business, Lakeview Massage and Therapy. I promise you will not be disappointed. Thank you, buddy. Thank you to Ali Cosell. For joining us here as well, and for Rafael Esparza, Matt Mastone, and after further review next on ESPN New Orleans.